0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: 61, the 31 of yeah. Jeff Tenure, and the L49. Oh, just oh! it. Oh, my god! Are you tried, kidding me? Just <laughs> drives right through it.
2: Welcome to episode 50, 50, 50 zero. Zero. we were born
3: in, well, how long ago was 50 years ago? We turned 50 today,
2: yeah, okay,
3: okay, okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: 50, 50th episode, uh, and uh, pretty proud of that because we haven't really missed a week
3: nope. since we started, doing good, it's doing 50th awesome. episode, it's December 6th, 2021, one. one. two days after your birthday, my man, good job.
2: Yeah, you're welcome. Happy birthday. Thanks. Saturday. Big plans. Yeah, he's working the market.
3: <laughs> Dedication.
2: It's just another day.
3: Yeah, it's just another day. I don't celebrate birthdays either.
2: But, uh, yeah, busy weekend.
3: Yeah, well, before we do that, you should you should go to our our website. Yeah. And use code podcast. To get 20% off. To get 20% off, because now is the time. There is shipments out the door. Things are... We sold out a bitter milk one weekend Last weekend, this weekend, last weekend Yes And I mean, it's okay though Because we can get it quickly Yeah, we went through like five cases of bitter milk In uh, three, four days
2: Something along the lines Yeah, it was
3: like f- three days Yeah, it's nuts and You're going to wear that jacket the whole episode
2: Because yeah. your beard scratching it is already driving me nuts
3: <laughs> Do I need to take it off? How about Maybe. I unzip it? Maybe. I'll <sighs> leave it up to you. It's my puffy jacket. I'll unzip it. it looks comfortable. It is comfortable. And it's wintertime. Chile. Chile. You can also go <laughs> to our YouTube page and watch stuff. We always I sometimes forget that um that we're audio only uh on the podcast. Like the actual you know, if you're getting our if you're getting this from a podcasting app. Yeah. It's audio only. Yeah, sometimes I forget that because so I'm going to try and be better about, hey, this is, uh, you know, look at this. And I know that you can't look at it, so we'll start describing what we're looking at. Sure. It's like my jacket. I'm wearing a puffy Patagonia jacket, but it's really warm, so I'm going to take it off. Are you getting warm now? Yeah, instantly. <laughs> take it away, cuss.
2: So we have uh, stuff and things to talk about. Tell
3: them how they save 20 percent
2: we already did. You oh. save 20% by going, by using the code podcast. That's right. And buying stuff at our store. Yeah. Bitter
3: milk. We sold like three or four. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's Groundhog Day again, folks. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No. All in good fun.
3: We also, we're going to do ad reads this time. Um, and we'll start with domgadaphoto.com. You can go there and get some holiday prints.
2: Spruce up the wall in your office or your
3: house or your kitchen
2: or your man cave.
3: Yeah. Get that gift for that guy that you don't know what to buy him, but he likes deer. Tom's got him, And he's also got calendars over there now. And if you go get a calendar, you get to all the month of January, you get to look at Whiskey and Whitetails and read our quote for the month. That's
2: right. That's a favorite picture. We picked it. We picked it. We did. And you can use code Whiskey. Yep. Save 20%. Save 20%
3: off of some awesome photography prints. And my tripod is on the way from Gun Monkey's Armory. Gun Armory, that's right. Yes, which you can also use code whiskey.
2: I was cruising. I was cruising them, dim's them, websites the
3: other day. You should get you a tripod. We'll try mine out, and then... I'll try it out. Yeah. I was looking for a uh, rifle for a Gavin. Oh, yeah. They've got them. They do. Supplying America. America. <laughs> With their firearm needs. <laughs> And then since it's the Christmas holiday... Can we say Christmas? You can say what the fuck we want. It's our podcast. There we go. Since it's... I don't know why people... You know, I've never understood that, why people say happy holidays or Xmas. I know that, like... I'm sure it has something to do with religion, but... I'm sure. Anyway. What does it matter? Happy Xmas holiday Christmas. I don't care. So happy... Christmas Hanukkah? Yes. Uh, yeah, it is Kwanzaa now, or Hanukkah. It's Hanukkah, right? Oh, oh man. I don't know. Are we, are we terrible for that? I don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't religion. The... Cigar, uh, if you go to our website, we just released a new, we, Trevor, released through us, we, a new <laughs> cigar sampler, and I think it's called the, it's like getting, the, the bodybuilder? Bodybuilder, that's what it was, I yeah. I not understand why. I think it's the body of the cigar.
2: The body of the cigar, yeah. it builds up it to it. It builds a-
3: up. He, he described, he, he did a, like, article on the thing. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. Which, uh, it's. I'm guessing it's out by now. I'm going okay. to look. But if you go to Cigar.com, you can use code whiskey and save money as well and pick up that sampler or the original Whiskey and Whitetail sampler that Trevor did. But if you're new to cigar smoking or know someone that is that wants to get into it or they like cigars and this would be fun for them to do, we have a step-by-step program to guide you through cigars. And it's absolutely free. Free. You got to pay for the cigar. And we get no <laughs> kickbacks on that. No oh, it's it's cigar sample,
2: something Trevor and, and the the shop
3: that shop put together, I think, yep. and it's pretty cool. It's super cool. And then riverbrothers.com, you can use code whiskey to save money there on your outdoor apparel. And then if you go to Snoot Glass, you can use whiskey WWT twenty to get twenty percent off. It does not include the new crystal glass no. that they sent us, but because it's like a new prototype thing. Honestly, I was wondering because they're cheap, and I was like, how are they selling these and giving twenty percent off? Yeah. But well, they're not. They're not. You can use it on other things on there. Cool. And we were only mentioning those things. Those other things are not sponsors. They're just, we're just hooking up with just things. We discussed it last episode. We'll probably do it again next episode. And then that'll be the end of that. <laughs> the end of that. The end of that. So I'm done with this. Okay. So now it's time to pick a number. We are continuing the worst whiskey of 2021. You pick a number. Okay. I'm just going to. Six. Write. If you pick six, what would be a fun number to have next to six? Nine. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We are doing six and nine. God, we're children. Children. (laughs) You can have that one. I put my fingers all over it. Thanks. Preach. You're welcome. So if you're new here... This part of the podcast we just started doing. It's the worst whiskey of 2021. I, Gus, Matt, I, Gus and Matt. Matt and Gus and I went and decided to take all the bottles that we have that we don't drink because we don't like them or people given to us because they don't like it and we also don't like it. Then we poured them into these blind bottles here. And Put them in a face-off challenge yes. thing to
2: fight for their way back onto the shelf for it's next year. Fight night. But... Need a sound for that?
3: Yeah, fight night. So we have one whiskey. We will probably agree one is worse than the other. Which last week we did not. Last week we paper rock scissored it.
2: Yep. And we were actually we were going to put them both. Yeah, we're both. But then
3: realized that we would
2: have not an even number for them to go back up against one another in the next round. So is that right?
3: Is that why we? I thought so. Maybe. Maybe I just thought that in my head. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how many are going to. I didn't do that math. I have no idea. But. Whatever. Yeah. So we're going to now drink these and then pick which one is the worst. And then that goes into the pile for the worst whiskey of 2021. And then we get to drink it again at a face off and decide this is the worst whiskey of 2021. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Because yeah. we had to have. We need. We didn't
2: want both didn't to go in there because we yeah, yeah. would have an uneven number. We don't to, to we go gonna have to again. drink them
3: again. Yeah. I don't know. We just didn't do it. Let's just get to drinking. So we're gonna do six first.
2: Yes, let's do six first. That one's light. That makes me nervous. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few in the.
3: Oh, (laughs) God! It sucks, dude. I hate this. (laughs) You people are welcome. Man, it's terrible. What the fuck? I hate this. I don't like this. (laughs) Okay. On the nose, I'm getting bullshit. And clay. Regret. Is it clay? You smell like potting clay? I don't know what potting clay smells like. This? There's no fruit there. That's just like this ethanol and potting clay. I hope this is a nice one that people like. That would be fun. And again, never mind. I'm trying to be I really don't get anything other than potting like soil. Like I'm
2: like I'm drinking these, and I know that they're stuff that we haven't drank much of, and because we didn't like it, I'm I'm trying to be open minded about it. maybe I'll like it again, or maybe it's, but legitimately,
3: like there's just, I don't know, maybe maybe hickory smoke, maybe some hickory, maybe that's maybe. Is it hickory? Yeah, hickory has like, like that really dark smoke smell
2: to I'd it. I'd like to know the mash grain or whatever this is because I get, <sighs> I get a tiny bit of
3: malted barley. There are no scotches in there. No, I know there's not, but. I was just, I mean, not that that means that scotch. I was just saying there are no scotches in there for people wondering.
2: Oh, the finish on that is And oh man, the there's like a orange fruity weirdness
3: at the end. I taste like um a body odor, maybe.
2: This reminds me of almost like it like a liqueur, like it's got something else in it that I don't know. Could be a finished whiskey. I
3: think it is, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It definitely tastes better than it smells, but it does not taste good. I'm my T-chart over here. Oh, yeah. I forgot the T-chart. Six. <clears> six, 69. nine. Three, six, nine. Damn. Oh, damn. I wrote three. Idiot. Six, <laughs> nine. Six, nine. Uh, so, six. I said soil and 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 on the and bullshit is what I said. Soil and bullshit. And then on the taste, I get slight BO. Hickory. That's that uh, bad? The Hickory. All right, long well, finish. Not a fan, obviously. Well, I mean, that was to be that. that was understood. All right, this almost clear one. Oh,
2: what is? That? I don't know. What that doesn't that? smell
3: super. That doesn't smell super bad. This smells kind of fruity, a little, but it's like a weird fruit. It's not. I don't, I'm not getting much on the nose. Like, none of these that, that we picked, I'm guessing none of them are going to have the typical bourbon notes to them. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't have had an issue with it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. This this has like a, like when you smell sherry. Yeah. Not like the sweetness, but the weird kind of like tinge that sherry has. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know how to describe that. Like, it has, it has like a wine, you know? Yeah.
2: Um fermented type. Yeah. Something, yeah.
3: It's just like a, it's like a, uh, like a grape or, I don't know, it has just like this, a, it doesn't a, kind of smell. of a mustiness? I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> it doesn't smell like wine. It, it has, but it reminds me of wine when I smell it. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Not much there. That's just hot, gross. You okay? Yeah, that one almost made me gag. I almost puked
2: on, on the, the Basil week. Hayden toast. Yeah. yeah. That was weird. I'm going to try that again. Nope. Not me. No way. No way. No way.
3: <laughs> Whose whiskey's is that? <laughs> it's not, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Who put them stairs? Who put them glens there? You. <laughs> me. But I just, damn, it, I can't remember. It's like a walk down me on the runway. Walked da- uh walk down me on the runway. Um nah, I'm, I'm not getting Damn, I can't remember. That's not. We could probably play that. Mr. That's balloon not, hands. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably play that. That's not That's not copyrighted. Mr. Glenn Cairn hands. Mr. Glenn Karen hands. We should remake that. What was a uh dan- uh something cups? Uh drinking out of cups. Drinking out of cups. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play that while I drink this, and then and then pull out the book.
1: <laughs>
0: Do I we don't
3: have to play the whole thing. Yeah, right. You never what heard of him? I
1: think he's an Indian. What is he a goddamn asshole? What the fuck is he doing? Not ever. No, no, way. no way. No way.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right.
3: <sighs> um, uh. I haven't heard it in so long, and and you know times change. So I'm yeah. afraid there'd be something offensive in there. Yeah, or it's just not funny like it was. Oh. Yeah, it could just not be funny. So nine, there's just not there, not there. This there's a lot there. Some burn. Yeah, nine
2: is a hard no for me. I'm not even writing any notes. It just it's just a hard no.
3: If you made me choose one of the two, I would I would choose this. Relu- Let's do the old but reluctantly. The old Glenn for life. You you have to drink one of these two or be sober. I'd be sober. You're yeah, saying. <laughs>
2: I'd take up something else. But six six would be, I think I, some, I agree. I know with some you. good rums. I know something else. Oh, I'll yeah. take another.
3: There's just nothing there. I taste absolutely nothing other than heat. It's just not good, man. It smells like shitty wine and has no taste. I can't wait to see what these are. All right. Number six. Oh, no. Number six was Balcones. No way. Which one? Oh okay. The Texas bourbon. I feel a little bad about that, but I don't. Number nine. <laughs> was the was the gaolong. I knew it. Yeah, I didn't I, I, I had a weird I, forgot that was in there. I had a weird feeling, man,
2: when I smelled it and then yeah. Mm. This is the Gowlong. my spidey
3: senses were telling me that that was my my whiskey senses when I put this one in here, I almost was like, I eh, probably shouldn't because I have a feeling this will be the worst whiskey of twenty twenty one think so so we may have to do we'll see <clears throat> right I mean maybe?
2: if it is it is. that's
3: that's how it goes. I know but it's just nobody's ever heard of it. Well, now they have, and they can avoid it ever yeah, don't buy this ever, but I think um I guess that goes back on the show. Is this a single barrel? no, no well, I say. Yeah, so, Balcones is saved.
2: Yeah, this was, um, this is a surprise.
3: Yeah, I don't drink a lot of it, and I just don't like I don't either. it. I either. It could I will be an off bottle. It
2: could be an off bottle. I do know that, like,
3: the baby blue. Yeah. I do like that one. Yeah, that one's not bad. Um, But, you know. I mean, these things were not picked because I, I wanted to. They were picked because I wanted, I wanted them gone. You know? I know, but... That was fun. Well, well, there's that. So now we have to, unfortunately, I don't know that I want to drink those. Check, check. Blind pours, check. Do we um,
2: want to drink that or want to drink something else? I 100 percent want to drink something else. I'll finish drinking this Buffalo Trace I didn't finish earlier.
3: I got so a nice to hand idea. you something. There's yeah, there's a store pick behind you that we haven't had yet that was given to us by Rocco Besenjeck. Besenjeck is how you say it. The Knob Creek. Nice. Is it Bessignac? I can I can never say. It. I, every time he says it, I'm like, "That's right," and then I forget. Then you fuck it up again. Yeah. All right. Well, let me. We'll we'll open that in a minute. Before that, I wanted to do go ahead and get the plug of the week out, out of the Let's do it with way. My hands. Oh, this is the fuck cancer one too. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. I'm excited for that one. It's the apothecary. <laughs> Alright, I wanted to do the plug
2: of the week. Can I, can I you? I, I didn't mean to just check my phone, I'm trying not to do that on the show, but this is appropriate okay. for
3: our podcast. Uh, who showed me that, somebody showed me that last night. I don't oh really? Remember, I don't remember. My who. wife just showed it to me. Yeah, it's that a, is funny.
2: It's a picture of a freezer full of meat and it says, Disney proudly presents
3: Bambi on ice. Yes. It's how we like it. I don't like Bambi, but. Well, whatever. It's meat, brother. Bambi's dead on ice. <laughs> so we went, last week was the first week of doing this, we had the. Plug of the week. And right. this can literally be anything that we want it to be.
2: It's our show. It's whatever we have come across or seen that we like and we want to tell you about.
3: So I came across this. It's two clips. Okay. One is a minute and th- 33 seconds long, which we may or may not go through the whole thing. It's okay. not really anybody talking. It's But the guy's name is Dan Green. Related? Yes. I have no idea. I don't think so. It could be. I hope so. I hope <laughs> I hope so. Uh, but I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but you know... I. I frequented the racetrack coming up and they had something called an appliance race where in the appliance where they would strap in a refrigerator or a stove to the car and then you had to race. Yep. So this was a circle track, but they would do like this crosshatch. So you had to cross had to each cross. Cross. Yeah. I've so seen, so I've seen you like So circle that. eight tracks for other types of races. Okay. And this is another type of race that I don't think I've ever heard of before, but it makes perfect sense and I love it. So- I'll tell, you, I'll tell you about something afterwards.
1: All right, they're coming through. Up. they He forgot it's a figure eight. They're trailers. Here we go. What? Who's going to go through it first?
3: <laughs> it's a bunch of trucks Oh Do trailers.
2: Oh, they slow down. Okay. Yeah, they,
3: well, at first, this is the first lap. Pussy. Oh, there oh! goes one. And so, the zero
1: one gets demolished. So, <laughs> we got a mess in the middle. For
3: those just listening, it's a figure 8 track and a bunch of trucks Whoa. towing like campers like camper We're trailers
1: and they are just
3: slamming into each other but as we get like into here where Thank they all you. start coming back it just it starts to get wild right
1: here alright we've got them every which way we got one guy going through the middle in the stressed out racing the 63 oh look out look out look out look out
2: this announcer must have a blast. Oh
1: baby, there's a tire. I think this around.
2: would be it. There's a tire rolling around. You think oh! this guy's announcing, sitting up there, just slamming natty
3: lights. You know he is.
1: Sixty one, the, the thirty one, yeah. Jeff Tenure and the L forty nine. Oh, just destroyed oh! it. Oh my god! Are you <laughs> <tried>? kidding me? <laughs> just drives right through it. <laughs> Wow, what do you but think of that? Rock it's for like somebody way?
3: saw that and then for the rest of the race, it's just a bunch of people also doing that. Yeah. So, here's the this is the final lap. And this is 30 32 seconds or so.
1: We'll see what's going to happen here. Dan Green still driving Green. that 60T truck.
3: Look how messy
1: Ben Dude, there's is debris
3: is.
2: everywhere. <laughs> it looks this, like a tornado. This game. has to be the final go, thing of the night because there's nothing else you can race after this. And he's really now not.
1: hooked on the trailer. Will he spin him around? Nope, he lost him. A- oh, Dan Green goes into the pits.
3: Goes into the pits and, uh, and he <laughs> loses. He got second place, I guess. So, but but if we are not I, first, you're last. That's right.
2: <laughs> so when, uh, when my dad was stationed in England, we discovered by accident... Uh, a racetrack, yeah, and we were going to go to this racetrack and see British like dirt track racing. We're like, eh, that's cool. It's, it's an American kind of American thing to do. So, we found this track. It was like twenty minutes from where we lived, and we just kind of made yeah. a thing where Dad and I would go do like you know guy stuff. And We'd stop mm-hmm. and get some fish and chips. Still, have yeah. yet to find a place that you know does it like there. Have you been? Uh- Codfather's the closest, closest, right? But not, not the not same. close. Yeah. And uh, and then we would go set up and back up to next to the wall and the fence, and we'd watch these races. And they start off each night with smaller cars, and they work their way up. Yeah. And so you have uh, Mini Coopers, like the British tiny little Mini Coopers, and they gut them, soup up the engine, and they race them. And they start with kids, like kids racing, kind of like go-kart racing, Mm -hmm. but it's these minis. And they move up to another class of minis where the engines are bigger, and it's adults. Bigger cars all the way up. And they call it the bangers, banger racing, because – Rubbing is racing, and it's highly encouraged. Yeah, Um, you're bumping into people, you're moving people out the way, you're doing what you got to do to win. But the last race, last couple races of the night, are these bigger vehicles, big full size vans and station wagons and whatever. And every single one of those, they raced to win, right? And you're still you're banging each other, you're you're knocking each other out the way. But once you're done, once you cross the finish line,
3: yeah, it
2: becomes an immediate.
3: Derby. You can do whatever
2: you want. Do whatever you want. So, like, more often than not, what you see is the first couple that get across the finish line are well enough ahead that they just get to a turn, and they just flip, flip it bitch. around, and they just start going head— And I, when I when <laughs> I say they're going down the straightaway head on at each other— What? And, like, old beat-up cars, some of them not with three-point harnesses— Yeah. Dude, it's wild. TBI city. Totally. <laughs> like, dude's getting out of there just— Ears ringing for weeks, I'm sure. It was wild. But it was fun, dude, and British be people fun would to love watch. It. I'm sure they do. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah. I would be down to go... Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. And it was close, too. Like, not safe at all. Oh, I'm
3: sure. Like, Yeah, know, part of like that video, these two vehicles
2: are running at each other. Pro- probably not getting more than 50, 60 miles an hour on this short backstretch, but still, colliding 15 feet from me with nothing but a fence and a... You know, like, I don't know. Well, part of that video, he's <laughs> like, if you
3: were in turn four, you should... Get down off the <laughs>
2: step back, you know. But yeah, that was why. That's immediately what that reminded me of. That's but fun. a figure eight, that's wild. Yeah, I think it would be a
3: lot of fun to see in person. But that track is a absolute mess.
2: If you are a figure eight camper puller
3: <laughs> racer, racer, we'd yeah. be
2: interested in Dan sponsoring. Green.
3: Dan Green, yeah, uh, Dan Green. We'd be interested yeah. in sponsoring you. So plug of the week to Dan Green. <laughs> Thank a you great great plug for that of the week. entertainment. <laughs> uh, All right, what is next? I'm going to save the random fact for the end, probably. <laughs>
2: okay. I found that today. We I like know, it. You can, can do a different one if you want. No, but I like um, I just brought down some random topics we can talk about. We don't have
3: to talk about them. Uh, I did want to discuss the um, the hunter safety education course. Yeah, we can do that. We'll just get it get it in and get it out, and then we're not going not yeah. to dwell on the subject. No, I, I came across an
2: article, and as somebody with kids, as uh, someone who— like some kids, <laughs> uh, but Be careful, more, 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 you know, what? more than any of that. We, uh, we value human life. Yeah. For sure. uh, it, if you're going to hunt with your kids, if you're going to hunt with anybody, just practice some, some damn gun safety. Um, every state has a hundred safety qu- and education course. Every single state has it. Most of them are offered online now. Uh, if you can't get easy access to that, the NRA has gun safety courses, I uh, saw a story this week, this past week, uh, a father accidentally killed his 11-year-old daughter. Um, when I first saw the news article, it was actually before last week, and I was going to talk about it then, but I was waiting for more info to come out to figure out what the accident actually was. And this this is a legit, it's, a, it's an accident, and I feel really bad for it. I can't imagine being responsible for that. It um, makes my stomach turn just thinking about it. But to, to, to know that it was completely avoidable is even worse. Yeah. He, um, he thought that he had loaded a certain number of rounds into his rifle. He discharged the weapon, shooting, shooting a deer, uh, got back to the truck, unloaded what he thought was the remaining number of rounds, and when he was letting down the hammer to decock it, it slipped and it fired there was still one in the chamber. It's unbelievable. Um, Unfortunately, 11 year old daughter died. Uh, The point being, it's tragic when anybody doesn't matter what age dies in an accident like that, but it's avoidable.
3: Especially if you're taking your daughter hunting, you should be, you know, you should at least be more cognizant and aware of it. But yeah, we, we wanted to use that as a, not to bring it down, but to talk about the hunter safety education course. If you have not done it, and you plan on getting in the woods, you should do it. And it's also worth a refresher.
2: Yeah, and a lot of people are, I've I've met folks who are older, who get into hunting hunting, um, a little later in life. There's a funny name for for them, uh, but I can't remember what it is. But just get into hunting later in life, and they maybe were not raised around firearms, or maybe they are not prior law enforcement or military where they've sort of had it beat into their head. And even that doesn't ring true for everybody that's been law enforcement or military. I've seen some folks with that background who are, Wildly irresponsible with firearms. Yeah, this is my triggers, my my yeah, safety. Right. And
3: it's like I get you, bro, but <laughs> <laughs> but but how about not around me? Yeah, just, you know what? So that's, <laughs> that's why, why we don't take people to
2: ranges. And so it's it's one of those things. Uh, it's 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 sad. It's unfortunate. But you know, if he had treated that weapon, and I, and I wasn't there, so I'm 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 going to say this and I'm going to leave it alone because I can't imagine what he's going through. But if he had treated the weapon like it was loaded all the time, regardless of whether it was not, which is one of the Four or whatever, how many there are nowadays? Uh, rules of gun safety: always treat a weapon like it's loaded. It could have been prevented. Yeah. Uh, so, sucks for his family. Sorry. I hope uh, you know. I don't. I don't know what to say. But yeah, check out hunter safety courses. Take a refresher if you need to, and uh, let's prevent that kind of shit from happening.
3: Yeah, that's more or less where I wanted to go. I didn't want to go down the sad, the sad route. Well, but.
2: because the, well, we have this other one here where a, a hunter was shot in the leg during a deer drive. And yeah, it's that just one's like, funny. To me, that is funny because you've got a bunch of adults mostly. And I don't know if you've ever been, and I'm not going to sit here and have a cultural conversation about culture and deer hunting and deer dogging and, and deer drives. But I can say from conversations with folks that doing a deer drive and whether you're posting, whether you're driving, whatever it is you're doing, it is not uncommon for there to be beer involved. Yeah. And so Most it does not surprise me to hear that some guy, you winning, Jesus man! For those that can't see, he is he is going to town trying to get his Got bottle my open. Teeth
3: and stuff, <laughs> God, Lord! It's like four
2: layers of wax on this thing. Rocco wanted us to really—that's
3: uh, why he really was like, "I don't feel it. like opening this." So to you. <laughs> Here's a gift. It's kind of like a rainbow party. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, nobody knows what that is.
2: I don't if they do, not. it was funny.
3: Yeah uh, Yeah Be safe So we got Get a guns. cool
2: Yeah let Be safe Be smart Let's not have accidents
3: See Rocco gave us this knob creek That we're not going to drink This other nasty stuff It's a 120 proof Ooh uh, It says fuck cancer The apothecary Your shot is ready Um, I don't really know the story behind it And there's It doesn't have the group on it But Yeah I think we can all agree Fuck cancer And we haven't done a bottle popping here In a hot minute do it. Let's do
0: one. Solid. Yeah, that's a
3: good one. I almost forgot how to do it. These new synthetic <laughs> corks do do wonders. So some, some of them do.
2: Some of them suck. Yeah. The ones that are <clears throat> synthetic, and but they have that they look real, the way they're made. Like those yeah. don't do well, but those
3: that are just a solid. Yeah. Those do a, really good. Chunk of synthetic. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Cool bottle. I like the sticker. We also have one more bottle to pop this episode that's a surprise that we're not even going to put it in the title or anything. You'll know when we get there. Can we call it a celebration for our 50th episode? That's exactly what it is. It's a celebration bottle for our 50th episode. So you will get to find out what that is, I don't know, later. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. So I got a, I got a, I went and picked up my freezer
2: queen the yeah. other day, got a freezer with some meat in it. Yeah. Just, Jessica and I were throwing some ideas around some different things to try th- this year. What are some things that you've cooked in recent years with venison that you just like like it was new a couple in the last couple of
3: years and you keep going back to? Before I do that, I'm gonna tell you what I want to do. Okay. The next time I get deers. And I'm not sure how to do it here. I think that you'd have to like thinly slice it and then maybe bake it. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far, okay. But you know when they take those ham and cheese sandwiches, the little mini ones, and they put them in the pan, and then they soak it with butter and poppy seeds, and then put it in the oven and bake it. Yeah, Jessica did that one year. That with venison. I want to do that with venison and like a nice cheese, like a sharp Gouda or something. Let's do it. I want to do that. We can but, use we can use something that I got if you want.
2: I got yeah. one of the I got one of the back hams whole. We could slice that. Yeah, okay,
3: I'm fine with that. Yeah, we'll make we'll a video. Make of a video.
2: It. Mm-hmm. We'll share the recipe done exactly how to do it but as far as i would like to have more of that on the channel more cooking stuff
3: yeah we can we both enjoy cooking and whiskey you whitetails can, and you cookie. can cook with whiskey you can cook venison with whiskey so i'll tell you this some of this whiskey that's coming back it will be my pan whiskey yeah because if you cook in a skillet which i normally do cast mm-hmm. iron and all the grime and stuff that's on it it's hard to get out if yeah. you pour like Three or four ounces of whiskey in there. Just deglaze it and get that stuff off. It takes it right off yeah. almost immediately. Yeah, it's good stuff Amazing stuff, and it smells pretty good. <laughs> so that's probably what I use some of that for. But as far as my favorite kind of venison things, the, you cannot go wrong with the bacon-wrapped... Um, tenderloin? Yeah, yeah, not, not tenderloin. Well, yeah, I guess so. Oh, just the loin so roast? The backstrap, yeah. Yeah, the backstrap. bacon wrap with that. Um, but I'm very... You know that I'm pretty... I'm like cracked pepper and jalapenos, and, and I'll yeah. eat it. So it's a lot of the stuff I don't, but I'm interested in the pot roast you made
2: yeah so i did a pot roast with the front shoulder and a lot of people throw that away like i've seen people with smaller deer i've seen people yeah field dress it and not even bother with it just mm-hmm. leave it on the deer and i'm just like that in the neck there's just a lot of good meat a lot of meat the, in the neck a lot of good meat in those areas and i think when you take it to a processor you probably miss out on some of that which is why it sucks having one so close because it's really easy to give into the you know yeah yeah the convenience of taking it there But yeah, the, rest, it. the rest of the deer This year I will clean myself And that's why Because I want more of that meat For that kind of stuff
3: I want to make some sausage this year The ribs The Tons tiny meat. bit of meat in the ribs Like they don't do that there Most yeah, no, of the no, ribs of course are just not. gone Yeah But some people would order uh, Like short ribs And they would just saw them off I'm like why But um, Throw that in an instant pot It's right. pretty good Yeah so that's basically What we did with that roast We put it in a slow
2: cooker Yep uh, Braised it Got it, got it real, uh, not braised it, but uh, seared it on both sides and browned it, seasoned it, yeah. put it in the crock pot with some vegetables, and man.
3: Have you ever messed with a with a brine on no. a shoulder? No, I have not. Or a rear, to rear ham? Mm-mm. I think a, that we should a, try that. A brine to turkey before. Because brining and injecting might be like one of my favorite things to do. I like,
2: want to experiment with making some marinades with whiskey. Yeah, I do that all the time. Something that I would, I would like to play around with enough and get it locked in that maybe we can— find a place to help us make and bottle it. Yeah. That would be cool. Would be. Um, The other one that I've done in previous years that I'm looking forward to doing is, I don't even know what the name of it is, but took garlic and pesto and Parmesan cheese, like fresh grated Parmesan cheese. Yeah. And some other cheeses, seasonings. I forget what all it was, but you take, I guess it's called, I guess it's a butterfly. Where you start yep. a little bit below halfway on the back strap and you cut. And as you cut, you you roll it. So you end up with a sheet, Yeah. a meat sheet, so to speak. Yeah. And then you spread that stuff in there and roll it up and you tie it up. And then you sear all sides of it. Yeah. And you could probably do a reverse sear on it if you want, but you sear, sear it really good in the
3: pan and then bake it for a little bit. Phenomenal. I'm gonna give you a one-up. With some roasted potatoes. One-up on that. Do it. So- one thing that I've learned in my life of cooking is that it's it's usually about the ingredients that you put in it. So you want to use sure. fresh stuff. You don't use canned tomatoes. Go get some real tomatoes. Yeah, to chop them up. Absolutely. But here's something that I started doing. Take garlic, like the cloves of garlic. Mm-hmm. Just leave them as they are. Put a little bit of oil on them and wrap them in aluminum foil and bake them. Yeah. And then that oil like soaks into the garlic and it cooks the garlic. So you pull it out and you just squeeze the... Um, cloves or whatever, and the actual garlic comes out. Yeah. Then you put that and mix it with some herbs and spices, a little bit more oil, and then mash it up like with a fork into I did like crackers in that. It's so <laughs> freaking good. It, it takes the garlic to a next level because yeah. I love garlic and use a lot of it. Yeah. But the doing that like oven roasted garlic, you know, just taking care of your your ingredients before you even use them as mm-hmm. ingredients you can go a long way. Yeah. But that laid out with. Because it's the the pinwheel, right? That's what they call it.
2: Yeah, so it, when you cut it, it makes little pinwheels. Yeah. But it was so good, and the the one that we did, it had a complimentary like balsamic glaze that you drizzled over it when it was done. Really, really good. Kids, do, you know, kids aren't going to eat it because it. Well, my oldest will, and Nolan, yeah. one, Nolan's starting to eat, explore a little you bit. You put more, like
3: spinach in it. Or something? Not that one. Yeah,
2: just so, wondered. Yeah, but there's all kinds of stuff like that. But that was really good. The you know, the. The usual stuff you know just yeah cutting up little you know steaks and stuff like that but I was just thinking if there's anything anything really new that you tried in the last couple of years that that just stuck with you but so I d- I've
3: done that and I did a lot of vegetable stir fries I've become a big fan of infused butters yeah so I have a curry infused butter what yeah really bro so you put the butter in the skillet and then you let um, you put the vegetables in there, and yeah. as they start to get tender, mm-hmm. I already cooked the I, you cook the meat like bake it or, or grill it or whatever you want, mm-hmm. and then I would just chop it up and add it to it. So it's usually something that I do the next day. So if I make steaks and then I can't eat it all, yeah, yeah, chop it, up it's the a steaks good way to, the next day. I throw it in there. Yeah, it's, but it's that cool. that infused butter with vegetables and they just soak that flavor up. Yeah, and then adding you know good cooked venison because a lot of times meat to me tastes better the next day anyway. Yeah, I agree. I don't know why. I agree. We cook. I will regularly cook a, a big
2: roast usually a beef roast or yeah. pork roast on Sunday and it's good the next day yeah it's always better Those leftovers put it all money. back in the in, in a pot and reheat it and let it simmer for a little bit get it back up to temperature mm-hmm. excellent I've even gone so far as taking that same pork roast or beef roast and when there's a lot left over instead of having leftovers with real rice and gravy and, and everything again I'll, I'll buy these the big Uh, tortillas and make like these savory burritos out of
3: like a regular just roast it's not seasoned for like mexican food but doesn't matter it's just what do you use um like your own like blending of spices or do you go out and buy because i we use i'm just not a plug but flavor god flavor god i've been buying their stuff because they have like Mexican spice and yeah. it's like all the things you need to make fajitas or gotcha, whatever. And gotcha. They have like, but they have a garlic lovers one mm-hmm. that I just I soak everything in. But I wanted to do. They have a Greek one that I want to try out, and I wanted to do uh euros, venison euros. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Like with the ground meat, you yeah, because you have know, ground meat and then you, yeah, you know, you cook it like in sheets and yep. then cut it or whatever. Yeah, Because yeah. I've made it before with lamb, and I was like, man, this is a lot of work. Yeah, it would be fun to play with on venison.
2: Yeah, it would be fun. Uh, so I. I should experiment more with seasonings. I, the way I was raised, it's, it's just how, how we cooked. We don't use any season. No I'm
0: kidding. Uh, uh, it's like, <laughs> like yeah, you know, I'm not surprised. We
2: use Tony satchelies for everything. Yeah. So it's a C- C- Cajun or Creole seasoning. Right. And oh, yeah. you know, you I have it you use the, however much salt you would use. That's how much you're supposed to use. Okay. Yeah. Um, I so use like that if on I popcorn. Do a, yeah. If I do a roast, I will take a thin, uh, Thin knife, and I will stab holes throughout the roast, and shove cloves of garlic, yeah, into the into those 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 parts. And then I will take, rub the whole thing down with olive oil, and sprinkle uh, Tony Satter's all over it. And then I will brown that in a pan until you think it's burning yeah. on each side. Really nice crust, and then it leaves a bunch of shit on the bottom, right? And then you deglaze that a little bit at a time with some water, and that's the base for your your gravy later. Yeah. And you yeah. put the roast back in and yeah. cook it
3: in that. But man, it's it's it works good for me. I'm down for that. And then it's oh delicious. and that's and that's two plugs in one day for James here, but the Duke's mayonnaise trick. Oh, for steak? Yeah. I still have not tried that. I haven't tried it either, but I have Duke's mayonnaise. Well I mean I have done it before, but yeah. I haven't done it in a long time. I actually forgot about it. But I wanted I was wondering about that. And for those that don't know, you take uh how restaurants do it, you cook the steak till it's ready. Then you Duke's mayonnaise, both sides has to be Duke's apparently. And then you sear it, like burn the mayonnaise and it creates like this nice crust, like the oils and the mayonnaise. Wild. Yeah. Every time I tell that story to somebody, I get interrupted and told how much they don't like mayonnaise. And I'm sure like somebody listening right now is like, oh, that would have been me. But (laughs) I understand not everybody (laughs) likes mayonnaise. It doesn't add the mayonnaise flavor. It does. It's the oils in it. But anyway, I thought it'd be cool to do that with just like soak an entire tenderloin Oh, and, yeah. And then just, like, maybe even let it marinate in the mayonnaise. Yeah. And then throw really? it in. Because I'll use ranch for marinating chicken, like, pretty often. I'll just squirt some ranch in a bag with chicken breast in the fridge.
2: How do you cook that chicken?
3: Like, in the skillet or on the grill. Really?
2: It doesn't, the, the, the ranch doesn't, like, burn or? No. Seems like it would
3: no, it's be fine. weird. Mm-mm. I also have a dry rub that's from Trader Joe's, and it's uh, coffee. Coffee. It's like coffee barbecue coffee or something yeah. don't know but as a blackened like blackened chicken, really good as well.
2: That's what we need to do. Yeah We need to solicit from our patreon and any listeners or watchers on the tube of you mm-hmm. What are your favorite like rubs what, what yeah. are some recipes some ways that you like to cook venison and we'll we'll gather two or three that we like I think sounds good. We'll make a video. We'll try them all, and we'll taste them, and we'll see, yeah. see how they go. We'll just hang out and drink some whiskey around a grill, and yeah, try them out or the They're kitchen, to wherever. Ask me twice to do yeah. that. That yeah. sounds like fun.
3: So, random fact, and then I want to get into the uh, happiness. Yeah, level. let's do it. So, you do the random fact. as well. Oh,
2: random fact. All right. <clears throat> Vacuum cleaners were originally horse-drawn.
3: Which I'm trying to figure out how that would
2: so one of the it says one of the earliest known vacuum cleaners was so large that it had to be hauled uh, from house
3: to house i thought it was horse powered no 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 <laughs> I
2: was
1: no it like, has a horse it was
2: pulled up it was pulled by a horse yeah, it so, yeah. so, so it was hauled from house to house via a horse drawn carriage its giant hoses were popped through the windows and doors of customers and a gas powered motor generated the suction that pulled the dirt and debris into a glass container where onlookers could gawk at the volume of filth coming from their neighbors homes wow can you i, I can just imagine you know, guys sitting around, having a having a pour. and did you see how dirty Tom's house
3: was? Well, <laughs> we knew what he was getting when he married that one, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? If you get your house, if you get your carpet steam cleaned, like Stanley Steamer shows up. Yeah, and, not too much different.
2: Yeah. Which is wild. Like, I think back sometimes to what it would be like to live in those times and—
3: I think I'd miss air conditioning, but if you didn't know about air conditioning, you wouldn't miss you it. You wouldn't miss it. But I think we would have all been a lot happier back then.
2: The things were just simpler.
3: Yeah. Not a lot to worry if about. If it sucked, it, things sucked. Yeah. But you didn't
2: have nice things to compare it to, so, yeah. so it was, it was just what it life.
3: Is. Yeah. like turns It could turn out that the life now sucks. Like 50 years from now, people are like, could you imagine having to live back then? Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> back when the media Sometimes was like in charge. Oh. <clears throat> oh, we said it. So, for our... Five, zero, 50th birthday episode. Yeah, everything's checked. Check, check, check. We're done. Uh, all right, 50th. Got something a little special here. So I was at a liqueur store here in town. <laughs> and we were talking about allocations. And the guy was basically. I don't know if he's telling the truth or just shooting, you know, they're salesmen, so sure, that, you sure. know, they don't want to say, no, we can't get you this or whatever. But they were talking and discussing how many of what things come into town. Don't know. But we normally don't open bottles like this because it's not easily accessible, I guess. You know what I mean? Like there's only so many that come to each town. Yeah. Like for instance, Total Wine got a case. You know, And I haven't seen it anywhere else, and, and I've been checking like secondary pages, whatever. So I was informed by the neighbor. I had just gotten home, and he was like – he texted me and said, let's go to Total Wine. I was like, I just got home from Gibby's. I'm not going to Total Wine. And he's like, you're going to want to go. And he sent me a picture of this year's Master's Keep. No shit. So this is the Wild Turkey Master's Keep. This is this year's, and they have joined the toasted realm, which I'm not excited about. Uh, I have done myself a failover, a failover and have not looked up uh, really anything on Master's Keep. This year, as I haven't watched any reviews, I don't know anything. Okay. But, yeah, and so that's all I have to say. But for our 50th episode, we're going to pop this bad boy and talk about it a little bit. So this is two legacies. I'm just going to read the front. Two legacies harmonize into one. So it's picked by Master Distiller Eddie Russell, which signed the front. And it's basically... It's the taste of his father of a father and son deal. So one of them liked the nine year, one of them liked the fourteen year. So Eddie picked the fourteen, and they blended it together, and then they put them in toasted and charred oak barrels for a second maturation period, and this is what came out. Interesting. So, yeah. So bat, this batch number one, Rick House. There's no way that's a six. It's a G. So. Um, on the inside.
2: I like how you moved your head to get the sound effect in the microphone.
3: <laughs> yeah. So on the inside, I wish it was truly good in the sum of its parts. One is master distiller Eddie Russell's tribute to the distinct tastes of father and son. Artfully blending bourbon ages and character into one harmonious expression of boldness and balance. So this was in Rickhouse Tyrone G. What? Tyrone G., which, if you don't know, Tyrone is the name of the city in which the distillery is located. A lot of people say Lawrenceburg, but it's actually kind of like right outside of Lawrenceburg. But it's in Tyrone. So this is Warehouse G. in Tyrone. And it's a beautiful box. And it's this year's expression of Master's Keep. So it's toasted. And that's like... A lot of people have been doing this toasted thing this year, blah, blah, et cetera. And I haven't really been a huge fan of most of it, but whatever. We'll see how this one is. And then Warehouse G is also um, their favorite warehouse, which is cool to know. But it's a pretty cool bottle. So on the front, it's just a wild turkey. It says Cracked It With Conviction, Kentucky Straight Bourbon. And then this is this is called The One. So this right. is with the, but this is the bottle. Pretty has an embossed wild turkey on the glass. Is embossed the word? I guess I don't know. So I just for for the listeners and viewers, I was not really thinking. I was really
2: thinking about this and got excited. I just shot that Knob Creek. Do not recommend.
3: Oh, it tastes good, but yeah, the Knob Creek. The I like the Knob Creek. It's pretty good. It is good. Yeah, we'll put this uh, away. Put that back on on the shelf, A. On the shelf. Thanks, Rocco. Yes, thank you, Rocco. All right, so I'm going to get us two fresh glasses here. All the noise. And this will be a a dual pop episode, huh? We haven't
2: done one of those in a while.
3: Yeah, so this is a a two-dose pop. desk pop? All right, so let's see what this thing sounds like. This is a real cork. There's people in the hallway.
2: I don't think, I don't think this picks it up. No, okay. I was watching that. Dual pop. Hey, no, two solid fun. pops in one episode. Yeah.
0: It's
3: mm. got a hefty uh, It's heavy It's heavy It's got like um. It's kind of brass And it has engraved in the top Wild turkey Master's keep And, and it's some kind of wood It's probably It might be some kind of barrel wood maybe That'd be cool It doesn't really look like Barrel wood to me But It could be Might be something to look up And figure out Yeah But yeah So with these I'm actually going to pour them And let them sit What does that bottle remind you of? Uh,
2: I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't remind you of another whiskey? Yeah, I guess it does, but I can't remember what.
3: It reminds me of Old Elk. Oh yeah, it's pretty similar in shape, huh? Maybe. Do we have an Old Elk bottle? I yeah.
2: don't. Yeah, right, right behind there. Yeah, it's a little f- fatter, maybe.
3: Careful.
0: <laughs> um.
3: Yeah, these. There's. I mean, similar. <laughs> Not really, but they're close. I mean, there's more. they're closer together than, 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 like, these two bottles. Yeah, I can see what Thanks. you're saying. Sorry, just reminded me of that. No, yeah, it does, yeah. It's definitely not the same bottle, but it's close. Toast it is a reminded oak. of.
2: So what is it about the toasted oak finish
3: that you don't care for? That's a good question, Gus. Uh, I don't know for sure if it's – I don't know for sure if it's the – because it imparts all those marshmallow, the key, like the s'mores flavors that I'm just not a fan of. If it was s'mores with chocolate heavy, we would be fans. I see, but it's it seems to be more of a fruit palette than anything, and I just don't like, I don't like you know strawberries on my, yeah, on my uh, marshmallows. You know? got it, yeah. But that's the only thing. It's, that's why I wasn't super excited, but I'm hoping that. This is a super strong toasted marshmallow. I mean, I, I don't know. It, I don't know. We'll see. I haven't read any reviews on it, but. Well, yes. it's a cool bottle. Cool packaging. Yeah. It's a cool bottle. So, Wild Turkey. Um, what do you know about Wild Turkey, Matt? A little bit. A little bit. Wild Turkey has been, always been like one of my. Favorites, but it was one of those things like you know, in high school when, when you drank Jaeger, now like you don't like Jaeger, it took me a long time to come back to it because wild turkey was what Alvin's dad had. Okay, so it was, it was either wild turkey 101 or uh, uh Morgan's okay, Captain Morgan's yeah. rum. And so the rum thing we used to mix a Mountain Dew pretty good, but the wild turkey his dad would notice if that much was gone, so we had to like quick nips, take a pulls. little, little pull, yeah. yeah, so he had to be fast about it, run up there and do it. And just doing that over time, and then when it came to someone could get us whiskey, it's like, what do you want? Wild turkey? Because hey, I don't think that's the only brand new, right? Yeah. So I've had uh, handshakes with the devil with the wild turkey. Is the point? <laughs> and, and there's just you know those days of learning how to drink weren't very kind to me. Sure. <laughs> lots well, of mistakes, as, as it is for a lot of us. <laughs> yeah. Lots of mistakes. So, but I've, I, I try not to talk about it a lot because it's one of those things that I'd, I, I kind of wanted to keep. You know, we're very open about everything that we do with whiskey and, and the yeah. wild turkey stuff. I've always, I've been kind of keeping it to myself. Like this is something I'm exploring and trying everything from. And I've learned a lot about it. And I've learned a lot about the warehouses and, and the flavors that each one imparts. And it's pretty crazy how well documented everything from wild turkey is in comparison to other distilleries. Mm-hmm. Like you can almost, if you look at a bottle of a Russell's pick yeah, and it says what warehouse it is, you can pretty much guarantee it's going to taste like what these notes say about the warehouse like it's really so you can look at it and go i don't i'm not a huge fan of you know this warehouse over that one so you know you go and look at it, and it's like this is a gamble because there's times that i bought them mm-hmm. and i didn't really care for them and then there's times that i bought them like this might be the best store pick i've ever had like the, the for instance we hang on caleb's picks a lot but the, his last pick was was a really good one but One of the problems with the Masters Keep for me in the past has been, I don't think they're worth the money, you know? And so I've tasted them, but this is the first one I've ever actually bought. And I really only bought it because I was told about it and it was an opportunity to do it. And I knew we had our 50th episode today, so I bought it yesterday. So that was kind of the main reason. But I also just got a new bottle, an old bottle of a 2001 Wild Turkey 101. Yeah. Which we're going to do an episode on how to open old dressy turkeys without breaking the cork. We're going to show you how to do it. And then, and then. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. About 50% chance. But <laughs> it's actually probably less than that. But yeah, so, <laughs> but yeah. So as this thing has been opening up and kind of just doing its thing. Yeah. That's, um, that's the thing. I really like Wild Turkey. I like a lot of stuff from it. Almost everything from Wild Turkey I like. And I like the fact that you can just go buy 101 on the shelf. It's everywhere. Yeah. And it's a good flavor.
2: Yeah, Wild Turkey One Hundred and One is definitely one of those. If if you made me sit down and make a list of, hey, I need I need five or I need ten whiskeys yeah. to keep on my shelf all the time. Yep, that are good representatives of a, a various range. Like Wild Turkey One Hundred and One is. Yep, definitely and, in that,
3: and we always leave it off our list, intentionally. But
2: there's several that we leave off all the time. Yeah, there. Are. I think it's because it's. Cliche
3: ish. It is kind of cliche, yeah. like, but but there's a reason that uh,
2: yeah that they're that popular. They're just solid right down the middle.
3: Good bourbons. Another cool one is it was the the Rippy Rippy family. So Ty- Tyrone, Kentucky, it was named after Tyrone County in Ireland, where the Rippy family was from, immigrated here, and they started a distillery where they just sold. Private label whiskey. They they made whiskey and they would give it out. So this guy bought he they bought a entire barrel, took it mm-hmm. on a turkey hunting trip. And then everybody loved it. So when it came time for the next trip, they would bring they were like, Bring some of that bourbon that you brought from the wild turkey trip, that wild turkey bourbon. Yep. And so the the that Rippy family started calling it Wild Turkey right. and then it became its own brand Wild Turkey. And that story has been told a couple of different ways. And I've, I've listened to several people. But most of the time, the story goes that the founder of Wild Turkey started it and claimed the name. But I think the actual truth was that this distillery started calling that line of their bourbon Wild Turkey, and then it branched off into its own thing. Yeah. But neither here nor there. They're a huge, huge, huge company now. So this is a plenty of time to air out. I wanted it to air out because it's only fair when doing something like this in order to get into the flavors. I don't have a set time limit that I want to do it, but, you know, around 10 minutes. So, let's see how we get on the nose here. (laughs) Lots of fruit. It has some apple
2: to it as well. Yeah, I got apple. Caramel, obviously. It's kind of a butterscotch.
3: Yeah, I get some butterscotch. It's very fruity, though. There's a lot of different fruits I'm picking up on that. Like summer fruits, almost like seasonal freshness. Yeah, it reminds me of a. Uh, it's gonna sound super lame, but that's <laughs> so, so lame. No, no, no. But,
2: <laughs> you ever been at a party and they have like a fruit tray with caramel dip in the middle? Yeah, yeah. It's like an assortment of like apples and other stuff, and yeah. you dip in the caramel. That's what that yeah. really
3: reminds me of. That's a good reminder. I can get down with that. It's funny because both nostriling it and going in deep, it's more apple. But on the top, it's more of yeah, as you said, that fruit tray. So for Tyrone G. This does not to me, I only have one other bottle of G, Warehouse G. And it doesn't really smell like this. But overall, I'm not gonna be super blown away, but I do like it's I do like the fruits, very good fruit smell. It's rear-forward, and I enjoy that. I expected a little bit more, I don't know,
2: 14-year. You expected more of the, more of the, the tanniny and the oaky yeah. smells? Some or of the hard flavors, to come through. Yeah. yeah. Well, they may come through on the taste. Yeah,
3: let's find out. let Hey, cheers to episode 50. Cheers to
2: episode 50, man. And thank you guys yeah. for being here. For sure. Whether, you been here, whether you've been here since episode... One or you just joined us. We appreciate you.
3: Yep, we wouldn't keep doing it without you. So you're definitely
1: the reason we continue.
2: Okay, now go
3: join Patreon, please.
2: Yeah, so go we can p- so we can g- give you cool stuff. And we can collaborate on cooler stuff.
3: Yeah, it's but it'll get wild eventually. It takes time.
0: Hmm, it's
3: got a pretty good hug to it there. I swallowed that wrong. <laughs> yeah on the exhale I get some of that kind of that baking spice but it's still very fruity to me it's almost got an orange
2: like orange zest orange peel
3: second <clears throat> so sit there like a orange I hate it when people get this nerdy about it but almost like an orange marmalade like you know how they have the chocolate on the outside yes yeah like a like a
2: Chocolate dipped orange from an edible arrangement? I've never had that. Yeah. What?
3: No. They always look so pretty. I not I was like, I don't want to buy that and then eat it.
2: We're gonna send you I'm gonna send you an Andy one
3: for movies or something. I would enjoy that. She what? doesn't like dark chocolate. <clears throat> I mean,
2: she doesn't like chocolate. Along with one of those white chocolate.
3: Get white chocolate. Don't get black.
2: I'm gonna get a big white one of those
3: big white chocolate dicks you can mail people. Um okay. <laughs> hmm. Is there cake in the middle? It's all chocolate. It's all chocolate. They sell those at uh F-
2: the pleasure stores. You got to order them online. It's like chocolate I think. Really? I swear to God. <laughs>
3: Plug of the week. <laughs> <laughs> that should have, that's what it should have been. <laughs> I was going to say they sell it at the the fantasy store on Ashley phosphate. What's the place called? I hear commercials for it. All oh, time. the one
2: the one that's on uh, where is that? I to, used to have to stop by it all the time. Sure, on you the, did. The well, it's on the um, Palmetto Commerce Parkway. It's on the corner of yeah. Ashley phosphate. And when I would drive when I lived in Westcott, I would. I don't remember what it, what
3: the store's called. I don't either. Either way. But yeah, I'm getting a lot of fruit. I don't get as much as that caramel <laughs> stuff that I would want. And the toasted thing I don't I can't really tell that it's all a, the a toasted bourbon. All the all those flavors that you hear. All the generally. flavors that I don't like associated with toasted, I'm not getting yeah. any of those. But I that could be I don't know, it's just strange because there's not a lot of oak flavors. It does smell fantastic, though. I'll say this. If this was a Russell's pick, I would be trying to show it to people and making them taste it. But because it's a... But because it's master's keep, this is just going to sit on the top shelf. And somebody comes over and they're like, I've never had that. You can have some of this one. But I don't think I'll ever pull this out and be like, you're just going to blow your mind. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is very good. I'm not saying that it's not good, but the scarcity of the bottle and the fact that it's $200. <laughs> the hype just doesn't. Yeah, I don't th- I don't know if it's the hype. I think it's just not. I don't know. I think if I saved up all year and this was the bottle that I bought, I'd be a little. Disappointed? Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, I mean, you know, taste is subjective, so it could be delicious. I'd be interested to see what Rare Bird 101, what he said about it. I think that's what he's called, right? I have no idea. Pretty sure. He's got his own website where he reviews, like, all things wild turkey. Oh, 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 that's yeah. That's where, like, yeah, if you yeah, get yeah. old dusty turkeys, his website's where you go to find out what year it is. He's gotcha. got, like, the laser code calculator and stuff on it. Oh, weird. I'm sure he's done one of these by now. Probably. Go check it out. Read it. Maybe, uh, I'm
2: more fascinated, to be honest with you, but with the magnetic lid. The, the lid is
3: sick. When I was taking pictures of it yesterday, yeah. I was really having a good time <clears throat> with, uh, playing with the lid. Yeah.
2: Took me a minute to figure out where the contact point was. I'm super impressed.
3: The box is cool. I feel like they cheaped out a little bit on the insert here. Yeah, same. Because I opened it, well, I expected. Um, I expected
2: like velvet.
3: Like I mean, it's it doesn't come out it's right. It's Hollow. It's like plastic with, yeah, a, with just, a finish on top. it's just like yeah. Where like the Johnny Walker Blue bottle, for instance, like. They did a great job on that the packaging.
2: nice. Some of the, a lot of the nice scotches have really nice yeah. inserts where it's almost like a. It's a laser cut like foam. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's really nice. And we we used to do a lot of reviews and stuff. And one of the things we used to say was like, if the packaging is nice, we're bringing it up. And so there's yeah. some reviews that we've done in the past where we brought up packaging, but this packaging, I'm not. The coolest thing about this is the magnet. But even then, it's an <laughs> afterthought. It's I'm pretty sure they just glued this magnetic thing. Well, the, oh, magnet's, the magnets are it's up
2: here. It's, oh, it is, huh? It's only one spot. That's what I was testing earlier. It's, oh, it's it's, that, that's the last point to give. It's it's just this one spot up here.
3: Yeah. Oh, I, see, I can
2: see the magnet. You can the, see it with the metal part there, and then it's yeah. it's got an inlay right there.
3: Fascinating. I thought it was clipping onto here, but cool. clearly not. They really put some thought into that, but. Yeah. What huh. are you going to do? I mean, it's cooler than. I wonder how much this box costs, is my point. Like, if we
0: didn't like have much, the box.
3: How much is, is just the bottle? Yeah. So, if we didn't have the box. Keep all the that, box. Yeah. Wild turkey. I just want the bottle. Yes, yeah, bring this price down a little bit, <laughs> and then it wouldn't be so. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I would recommend if you have one of these bottles and you're considering selling or keeping or trading, I would uh, probably sell keep or trade. Yeah, you know, sell or trade. Yeah. I don't think you'll be. I mean, unless you've never had, if if you don't have a lot of experience with whiskey and stuff, then you know this might be the best thing you've ever tasted. I'm just being picky.
2: But this, is, this, again, is another example of a whiskey that, for the price point,
3: you can go get four other solid yeah, 40 to $50 whiskeys. For sure. You can get a couple of Russell's picks that are probably similar. Yeah. So, it's apricot now
2: and pear. Maybe that's all some of the things I was getting with the fruit
3: on that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't – I'm not sure I know what apricot smells like, but – that sounds right. Like it feels dry, right. Like dried apricot. I don't know. I don't know this one, but pear for sure. Pear. I'm getting pear. Pear has like a very hint, like a like a faint smell to it. You know, it has a faint taste to it too. There's not much. Yeah, there. there's not much there. It is good though. It's all right. I used to eat a lot of pears. I don't eat them anymore. The last stuff I ate as a kid, I don't eat anymore. Remember when they they had the pears and the dole things, and every once in a while there's a cherry in it. Yeah, that was cool.
2: Yeah, you know what's fun about having kids is you get. Little reminders of shit. That you
3: forgot about? That you forgot about.
2: You know what my little girl brought in to me today? She thought it was the coolest thing. Like actually thought she discovered something. and She was going to tell me about it. She brought me a pack of Gushers. Whoa. I was like, sit down, a little late. Let me tell you yeah. something. You ever heard of Sour Gushers? These here, this little pack of four, used to be a pack of like 15. Yeah,
3: there used to actually <laughs> be Gushers in there. I don't know what this shit is. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm bringing you up in this world. <laughs> yeah, it sucks that, that you get robbed on everything. And it's more, it costs the same, but you get less.
2: Yeah, and you know what else I noticed today? She wanted a Nutrigrain grain bar. First, I, I'm kids and snacks. I'm not going to get started. She wanted a Nutrigrain grain bar. You ever had one? Yeah. Describe, can you describe it to me? Like what it was like on the outside at all?
3: Yeah, like granola on the outside and then like strawberry filling on the inside. Right,
2: but yes. And then on the top, like... Yeah, the, like oats. Yeah, like little flaky oats. Yeah. Not anymore. No? The little flaky oats things that were on top, gone. Gone? Yeah, no, it's just like a, a flat, smooth bread. It's like, like they slowly just like... Like something out of snow piercer? I, I guess. They just got rid of the oats off the top. I took it off, fully expecting to be like a mess, so I took it out over the yeah. the sink. There's nothing. I was like, what the fuck is this?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. it's Everything is robbed now. Yeah.
2: It's smaller. Like, everything's just... Everything's more expensive. I don't want to talk about it.
3: Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> and with that, I think we're done. Yeah. So thanks for joining us on this episode. We appreciate it. Please check us out on all of our things. Follow and like and subscribe and all the stuff stuff. And um I hope you have a merry holiday Christmas Kwanzaa. I hope you have a, a merry and a happy Christmahana Kwanzaa. Yes. We'll have another episode coming out before that, but Yeah,
2: are we planning on taking any breaks? Do we have a reason to? I don't think so. I am gonna be going out of town. Couple weekends, I really forgot it. Okay,
3: we'll talk about it. Yeah,
2: well,
1: till then, figure
3: it out. Hit that red
1: button.
3: Bye. I
0: like, I like, I like I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt Stands Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.